it varies, right? Some songs do come fast and some, there's a song that I, I mean, I wrote the words. I didn't know it was going to be a song. It ended up with sort of prose back in 2000 and then it became a song in 2009 and I still never felt like it was quite done till 2000. It's still, there's still a line in it I need to tweak. So this is 2022, so 22 years later. I'm Von Beeker, and you're listening to Song Stories. This is story three, where I talk to roots and blues legend Susie Vinnick about her song, Drive Fast. We talk about the amount of time it takes to write a song, the power of slowing down, and the power of music to get out of sticky situations like speeding tickets. Susie will also tell us the story behind writing Drive Fast with her co-writer, Kevin Kerrigan. Of course, then, finally, we'll hear the whole song. I asked Susie if she would go deep on on one song for us uh, with the story of uh, how it was how it came to be, uh, or the story behind this the story behind the song, and uh, and this is the one that that came to mind. So I'm interested to hear why. And uh, I've been listening to the song, and it, it's reminded me of some uh, moments, uh, one moment in particular in my life. But I want to hear your <laughs> I want to hear oh, your sure, story. Oh, sure, interesting it to hear what it got you thinking about. Um, so Drive Fast is a song that I co-wrote with my my uh, friend Kevin Kerrigan, who is f- from Saskatchewan, and he grew up in, in uh, oh God, a tiny little town near Swift Current, which I can't remember the name of, but he... Uh, he, he lived in Saskatoon at the time and he came to visit me in Toronto and he'd never been to Toronto or really been to Toronto and he'd never driven um, on the 400 series highway in Toronto, which are crazy and he'd never driven with me. Huh? Anyway, and it was kind of rush hour after when I picked him up from the airport and we had a drive to get back through rush hour traffic. So we got back to my place in the east end of Toronto and Kevin is a singer, songwriter, musician, and we sat down <laughs> and wrote a song called Dry Fast, which was just like blown away by how fast everybody went. And uh, and it's a song about slowing down. So, <laughs> yeah, we just kind of were talking about traffic and talking about people and, and uh, came up with the first uh, few lines, always in a hurry to get nowhere, always in a hurry because I'm late. And then I grabbed... Um, the heart and soul do 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 kind of borrowed the uh the chord progression it's pretty standard chord progression and then and then through we came up with a bunch of lyrics it actually was written pretty quick yeah is that pretty typical for your writing process do things kind of come or they don't or do you do you are there a lot some that you just labor over for yeah yeah it varies right some songs do come fast and some there's a song that I, I mean, I wrote the words. I didn't know it was going to be a song. It ended up with sort of prose back in 2000. And then it became a song in 2009. And I still never felt like it was quite done till 2000. It's, it's still, there's still a line in it I need to tweak. So this is 2022. So 22 years later. Interesting. Drive Fast, though, was, was, pretty, was pretty quick. We wrote it in, it would have been 99. And then I recorded it, yeah, not long after on my album 33 stars so do uh do songs like so it's been a while that song's been around for quite a while um yeah you wrote it more than 20 years ago um i think the album came out i I thought it was 2003 at least that was what spotify was telling me but 
Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah, do you around. you play these songs for, you know, I don't know how many times you would have played this song since it's been written. Do, do songs like this um, change shape for you over time? Does does the either the way you play them or the way you think about them? Now, I kind of this one has stuck to it's pretty much its standard form and I don't play it every night. I play it a bunch of nights, but um like it depends on the the gig too because yeah. if I do a bluesier gig, it's more of a folky song, so yeah. I will do I'll do it on a a gig where I can kind of cross over. Yeah. Um but I might not do it at a blues night. And yeah, if it's a night where people seem to be listening and want to hear the story behind it too. And it's it's fun too in that um where people what what's what it's what it's hap what what has happened with the song um uh it ended up being a theme song for a transportation company a school transportation <laughs> company in alberta actually wow. i was touring with uh stuart mclean and a lady in the audience was part of this transportation company and reached out to me and and they asked if it could be their song so i was like yeah that's awesome so that's pretty cool um, but though. the other yeah, it's really, it was really, it was neat. Cause like, again, it is sort of philo- philosophically about slowing down. And I have a friend that was driving in Northern Ontario and she, she got pulled over for speeding and she was listening to the album that this song was on and that song, in fact, and she, she pulled over and blasted the song. Cause the end of the song, it talked about, uh, it talks about slowing down. Right. And so she sat there and and had the officer listen and then he listened and said lady i think you need to listen a little closer <laughs> to the song but he didn't end up giving her a ticket so i've shared that story a lot of times over the years so so yeah, i can't guarantee the power you of get art. a copy of the album but uh <laughs> but you but, but you, you also friend, can't so. guarantee that it won't happen right if someone yeah. if someone buys a copy yeah, of the well, album who knows right so I mean, anything that happened once, so, it could happen again. <laughs> <laughs> it could happen again, but it was great. I'm so glad my friend shared that story with me too. So yeah, that, that sort of is, it's just, that's, it's just kind of fun. Um, all this talk about Saskatchewan, I, I won't tell the whole story, but that is the one time I got a real deal speeding ticket and it was, oh. it was such a bad speeding ticket. I was, had my new baby in the back of the car and we were all driving oh. to Winnipeg doing like the big Edmonton to Winnipeg drive. And I actually got pulled. They actually made me sit in the back of the cruiser while they scolded oh, me. Oh my goodness. And I, I vowed to never get another speeding ticket again after that. <laughs> and have you managed to stick to your vows? Are we counting, um, photo radar? Oh, damn photo radar. Because hey? <laughs> if no, Cash fo- cow. if not, then yes, I have. I have gotten uh, at least one photo radar in a small town where it goes from like 100 to 50 all of a sudden oh. or something like that. But other than that, no, I've been, I've been, I was so terrified. It's stayed in my blood. I got a speeding ticket in Saskatchewan. I was driving home from Alberta with a horribly broken heart and I just wanted to get home to my mom mm-hmm. and dad. Just get home. And the cop pulled me over and was, I didn't explain that I had a broken heart. I was just, anyway. You didn't play yeah. him a song? No, <laughs> no. Uh, tell, are, are you a fast driver, Susie? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like too fast? Yeah. Maybe? Well, sometimes? Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it's easier. It's well, I, I kind of abide by a little more in the country because you just never know where the cops are hiding away. Right. And in Toronto, it was harder to speed, but I did manage to still get tickets. Kevin, I, I'm I'm curious about Kevin too. How, how was his? How did he make out from his uh, culture shock driving experiences on that trip? I think it was good. We he came and visited for a week, I think, and and. Uh, you know, I think we we kind of stuck. Well, we 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 went out to some clubs and that. I think I think he dug it because there's lots of uh, quite. I mean, Toronto has such a great music, uh, a live music scene, and yeah. and. Uh, but yeah, the pace yeah, of the just like, life in general is is totally different, isn't it? Like I've been to New York a couple times. I've been to Toronto once, which I kind of think yeah. of as a mini New York. We kind of have all the same stuff, yeah, but just smaller, more compressed. But I, I, I love New York so much, but I could never live there. Like I, I always tell people like that city would just eat me alive. I feel like it just. Uh, no, when I was in, in New York, it's just like because people I went I went there with my friend Sharon in 2003. We met we flew in and um, met at the airport and then we took the to, she had a conference down right downtown Times Square. She was staying in Times Square. So I stayed with her there. So we were right in the buzz, the hub of everything. We went to the restaurant that Seinfeld used to go to, and they had the black and white cookies. And we were sitting upstairs having a a, sand, a sandwich, the special sandwich. God, I can't even remember the name of the special sandwiches you get at that restaurant. But, like, you get them in Montreal. Oh, help. Oh, not the Reuben? Um, and it, well, a Reuben or um, just the, the just meat. Just like smoked like the meat, special Montreal smoked meat. Smoke meat yeah. sandwiches. Yeah, exactly. Smoke meat sandwich. So, so I'm having this sandwich and, and, uh, and this older couple walks in and the lady had this great, um, accent and she like almost stuck her nose in my sandwich. It was sticking. What do you have? And it smells great. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God. It was just, it was cool. We had some really fun experiences. So it almost, so it almost felt like a s- small town to me. Um, hmm. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So I like That's it. an interesting dichotomy, isn't it? Because I found because people's, um, when we were in New York, the first thing I noticed was like people had no sense of kind of personal private space because I think their apartments are so small, I guess, or whatever in Manhattan anyways, <laughs> that they just live out in public. Yeah. So we would, people would have the most intimate phone conversations at full volume, just walking down <laughs> the street like multiple times. So that, that, that sandwich uh, interaction doesn't surprise me at all. Anyway, <laughs> it was really cute. <laughs> this is Drive Fast, and uh, it's written by uh, myself and Kevin Kerrigan, who is still in Saskatoon and playing music every once in a while. And just before we listen to the song, can I ask you a favor or two? If you enjoy song stories, share it with a friend on social media or send them an email or a text or print out a picture of the podcast and put it up in front of their face. All of it helps. Uh, Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts uh, and visit our website, brand new at songstoriespodcast.ca. Also, please support Susie Vinnick by listening to more of her music uh, or sending her a tip at susievinnick.com. And now, drive fast. Always in a hurry cause I'm late Always looking to the next set of lights Never seeing what's in front of me I drive fast 
drive past And miss the little things I drive fast My friends say that my life is passing by me But I'm quickly speeding to a dead end Feel like I'm running across a forest scattered Thank you.